All right, October 24th, 2020, the uh, Tuesday before Thanksgiving. And uh, we just wrapped up week 11 of the NFL season last night with uh, the Rams and Bucks game. And, uh, oh, boy, we were uh, – it, it felt like we were both kind of back and forth on that. I, I had a feeling the Rams were going to win. I should have taken the Rams. I actually – yesterday if we were recorded, I was going to see if you'd let me switch to the Rams. But – uh, <laughs> you were not available. So we both lost that one. Uh, let's start at the top of the list. So Eagles at Browns. Eagles are getting three over-unders, 47.5. I took Browns and over. You took Browns under. Uh, we were correct in the Browns winning. They won 22-17. to 17. The Eagles would have needed five points. And uh, the total score was 39. So you were actually right in the under. It's another nasty, rainy, sloppy weather game, and it uh, just did not work out well for either team, but the Browns kind of stumbled their way into success. Uh, literally. Yeah, I mean, I mean, even the, even the running backs had a hard time there, and that's exactly kind of what I thought was going to happen. I remember looking at the weather beforehand, and it was going to be ugly and rainy. Uh, and just these those quarterbacks are not exactly elite quarterbacks that are going to overcome the wind and the rain. You know, it's, it's going to be a running game, and and even if you're scoring it, will running the ball. I mean, it's still going to be hard to go over. Uh, you know, with the amount of time to get the off the clock as you're running the ball. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's you know, it happened exactly kind of how we would as far as the Browns being the Eagles. I mean, yeah, no, it's yeah, that's what I figured. The Eagles are just so decimated by injury. Uh, I feel bad for Carson Wentz. This is a guy that was in the MVP talks two years ago, uh, had an unbelievable season last year, and this year it's just kind of falling apart for him. And I feel bad just because I, like, I feel like he's talented. They're just asking him. They're putting a lot on him to do this. Uh, just feel bad for the guy. Just feel bad for him. Uh, he's also got a lot of – his wide receivers drop a lot of passes, and I feel like a lot of people put that on him. We're like, well, he was only 27 for 35. Like, well – I mean, that's first of all, that's not terrible. And his receivers drop everything. So I feel like he takes the brunt of that that kind of bad football team right now. Yeah. No, that, yeah, I agree. Uh, but, you know, now Sean Jeffrey, maybe by next week, he's uh, and not in a rainy stadium. Maybe he can be a difference maker for them. Dude's got talent, but he's been really hurt. So yeah, maybe that changes some things for him. I don't know. He's coming off a foot injury that usually takes a little bit of time. And I mean, he's been out. He hasn't played football in over I think over a year, so or nearly a year. That takes some time to kind of get your legs underneath you. And I think by the time he starts kind of getting his groove, the season's going to be over. Um, I think the yeah. I think the Giants are going to end up winning this division, and it, you know it'll I'd be, be time for him to see. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, let's move on to Falcons at Saints. Uh, Falcons are getting four points over under 51 and a half. Uh, I had the Saints in over. You had the Saints in under. Uh, we were both right about the Saints. They walloped the Falcons without Drew Brees. Taysom Hill led the team to victory with uh, a lot of running and some overthrowing and underthrowing. Uh, they ended up winning 24 to 9. So the Falcons would have needed 15 to cover. And the total score was 33, so it was in fact over, under, and you got that one as well. Yeah, like I said, the Saints' defense is getting better and better and better every week, and um, back to their old glory. And as they're getting healthier, especially. But uh, um, I, something else about—I don't know what it is—but I knew I was going to watch this game, and I'm like the curse for the Falcons. Like, if you're a Falcon fan, don't let me watch the game because every game I've seen the Falcons in over the past year and a half i don't think i've ever seen them score more than a touchdown in a game i just like even the cowboys game (laughs) they were up like 24 to zero or something in the first quarter i'm like oh let me flip this on and watch the cowboys lose (laughs) and then the cowboys come back and win 28 to 24 like yeah no that's what i expected to happen yeah zero to the falcons while i watch uh yeah they uh you know they're they're garbage (laughs) they 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 have so much to fix and i think I think the only thing they can do is clear the deck. Just sell off water assets, keep three or four guys, you know, try to get picks, whatever you can. They, they've got to – they need to move on from Matt Ryan. I feel like his time, if it was going to be here, it had been here. Yeah, he's about – I think he's 34. Um, they're yeah. definitely in a rebuilding mode. 
if I was him, I would definitely trade Matt Ryan. I feel like you could send yeah. him to uh, San Francisco for not that much money. And yeah. when he was with Kyle Shanahan, they made it to the Super Bowl and gave up a 27-3 to uh, <laughs> victory. Yeah. And I think he would, if he went back there, he would do well. You could have him for a little bit. The problem is he has a lot of money left on his contract. It's it's pretty expensive. But if I'm, yeah, if I'm the Falcons, I'm trading Matt Ryan. I'm trading Julio Jones. I'm trading a lot of my assets, I feel like, You've and just trying to start something else. They've, New England has tried to trade for Julio Jones like nine times. Just just. Just give him to New England. Get get a pick. Move on. Uh, I totally agree. It's. I think part of the problem with New England is that New England's been. I don't think that they're necessarily trying to like gouge people on trade. Uh, I do. But I think they. But I think that they're like you know I want a second round pick for Julio Jones. Like past four years, they've tried that by the way. And I think the issue is they've offered something that's fair value, as in like maybe a second round pick or first round pick or whatever it is. But the problem is, you know, every year you you expect the Patriots to end up with a 30-second pick. So, <laughs> so you know, it's just a, a second-round pick from the Pats is like a third round anywhere else. And this year the Pats are doing so bad, maybe they'll actually be able to offer a fair value. Uh, pa- no, Patriots are going to go get a quarterback. This is a really good quarterback class, and they're going to go get one. And uh, I don't think it'll be a good pick because Belichick is really bad at drafting, but I think they're going to go get a quarterback in the draft because you, you definitely ain't rolling Stidham or Hoyer out there. No, and nor should you, nor should you. But I, I would love to see him uh, end up with a Julio Jones and some kind of like, uh, you know, I'm. I tell you, that what interests me more than anything, the guy who could change any team this year, or not any team, but there's a lot of chain teams where he'd make him a Super Bowl contender, is not a Super Bowl quarterback. Is Dak Prescott? I think he's he's not he's not like he's an elite top five quarterback by any means, but he's above average. And there's a lot of teams who are, you know, a lot of teams are one above average quarterback away from the Super Bowl. I mean, there's a lot of teams that have, you know, I think how good the Pats defense has been for the most part this year, missing six major keys to their defense. Like they've, they've still managed to play really well. If they had a quarterback that could play a lot better than Cam Newton, you know what I mean? Uh, they're, they're like a receiver away from being a serious threat. I mean, it's, it's, uh, if, if Dak went to to New England, I just think that would be a really interesting fit there. I don't know if he'll do it, but uh, I mean, it would, makes it the, makes the reason sense. I bring that up is, yeah, they wouldn't have to use a pick on one. Well, that, not only that, they didn't but have to use a pick. Dak would do well on a team where they have a good defense and he can just manage, where he doesn't have to. Everything's not put on him. Yeah. He can just manage, and that's the one thing the Patriots can do really well is they can put together a good defense. They have a good defense-minded coach. Um, but once, I mean, Brady was kind of that offense. Now you see, everyone always wondered, is it Brady, is it Belichick? Well, it was both. Brady was the offense. Belichick was the defense. And between the two, that's, that was a dynasty. Brady's gone. Now you got to go yeah. find a quarterback and hope that they're serviceable. And uh, that, that I think that would be a good move, would be to go get Dak, although we, you're not sure if he'll be available. Uh, let's move on to Lions at Panthers. Lions are getting two yep. points. Uh, over-under is 47. We both took Panthers and over. Uh, we were both right about the Panthers, uh, but it was we forgot about how terrible, god awful Matt Patricia is, and the Panthers smoked <laughs> the Lions twenty to zero. Give them a goose egg. So the Lions would have needed twenty points to cover because they scored none, and so the total score was then twenty. So it was very, very under. And God has got has that got to be embarrassing for the Lions. Yeah, yeah. I mean. How that wasn't the last straw, I don't know how you let Patricia fly back with the team. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I mean, you should have just fired him right then and there. Just done, moving on, interim head coach, let's start moving in a different different direction because at least, at least we can give the fans the satisfaction that, no, no, you don't have to wait to the end of the season to find out if this is over. <laughs> this is over. <laughs> you can see some hope in the future that – you know what I mean? That that we're moving it somewhere else. Yeah, I mean oh that's. God. But you know, if you're a Lions fan, this is your perpetual state of default. <laughs> state so of this is nothing. Yeah, it's, it's not like they're begot. Yeah, they're not bewildered by this. This is how they operate. So, uh, I mean, you might <laughs> as well. Don't know any better. Yeah, just let them do out, finish out the year, and mom, that Monday after that Black Monday, he'll be gone. Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. There's not too much to pull out of this. The only thing is, I was uh, PJ Walker looked okay. I was really wanting him to. I wanted him to go off and then get a really big contract next year. I like PJ Walker. I think he did well with the XFL. Um, I was hoping he would kind of light it up. It's the Lions. So, and it's his first NFL game. So, uh, we'll see what he ends up being able to do. I mean, Bridgewater has been, has kind of struggled with that with McCaffrey out. So, uh, I don't put that all on PJ Walker. He still may do well somewhere, but, uh, yeah, not a lot to pull from this game. Really. What were his stats, by the way? Do you remember? PJ Walker stats? Yeah. Um, I can look that up. So they were not, they were so 24 for 34 258 yards one touchdown two interceptions oh. yeah the two and then, are definitely and then five carries for negative two yards <laughs> well that's more on the o-line than him but yeah the, uh yeah the, the picks are bad but um I, I remember i didn't get to see the whole game but i remember flipping in and out and i saw several like beautiful passes de- deep downfield you know 20 20 plus yard passes downfield so um, I, I mean, like you said, the first game ever, no Christian McCaffrey. Um, that could be interesting to watch him play because maybe, maybe he's the kind of type of guy that could be developed. But uh, same thing with with his age and the fact that he's already played for like two other teams. I feel like if he was going to do it, he'd have done it by now. Yeah, uh, I mean, he's only he's only 25. PJ, you talking about PJ Walker? Yeah, but didn't he play for like two teams where he had a real shot at being a uh, – like, he played – for the Colts or someone like that for like I don't think half so. the season. Uh, I don't think so. I think that's no. His career stats are the ones from on Sunday. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, no, he played. He played with the XFL. He was a quarterback at the Temple. Um, well, oh, that's what it was. He was a backup for the Colts. He never. He never started a game. Uh, okay. He never played. But he was. He was Jacoby Brissett's backup. Okay, I got. Um, you. Yeah, that, that's where I remember him from. Neat. All right. Uh, well, the next game is who the Lions will be playing on Thanksgiving, and that's the Texans. Patriots at Texans. Texans are getting Woo-hoo. two points. <laughs> Over-under is 48-and-a-half. Uh, I took Patriots and under. You took Texans and under. Uh, you were right on this one. The uh, final score, the Texans sneak, snuck out a win, 27-20, to 20, in a toilet bowl of a game. Uh and so the, the total score was 47, so we were both correct in the under. And uh, Patriots would have needed seven points to cover. Yeah. You know, my takeaway was just how good Deshaun Watson is. I, know, yeah. I understand that it's, like, not the best team in the world that they beat. But the way with which he beat them, <laughs> I mean, like, his, his throws were fantastic all game, on the money, on the run, where no defender could get him. Um, he's, by the way, got the highest quarterback rating uh, of the, of the uh, last seven games now of any quarterback and thrown the fewest uh, interceptions. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not throwing the fewest interceptions. I'm sorry. Uh, ESPN showed today that they, they have a new stat where they see the, uh, the percentage of interceptable balls, which is a hilarious stat. But, but they, they basically look at a ball that's, you know, thrown to the receiver but you kind of throw a shitty throw and it's kind of 50 50 and you got lucky right you know i mean sometimes that happens and uh basically uh he's thrown the fewest number of interceptable balls of any quarterback in the nfl so far this year that he's just he's really smart about what he does with it uh ball placement and you know uh he's been killing it he was player of the week and they named him this week so that that makes me feel good but the rest of the team is just trash yeah it's and, the houston uh, watsons and the yeah, and I'm, but I am always glad when I beat Belichick because there's a little bit of me that's always going to hate him. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that rebuild's going to be brutal to watch, uh, but it'll be interesting. Uh, like the Texans always do, they are they win the off season. Mm-hmm. They are fantastic in the off season. It's the regular season where they struggle, and so it'll be yeah. another great off season again. Uh, let's move to the Steelers at the Jags. The Jags are getting ten and a half. The over under is forty six. We both took Steelers and under, and guess what? It was Steelers and under. So we both won that one. The actual score is uh, 27-3 Steelers. They, the Jags would have needed 24 points to cover, and the total score was 30. <laughs> so uh, uh, we both won that one. I don't know why I didn't make that my lock of the week. Uh, not too much to pull out here. Steelers good, Jags bad. 
next story. Luton versus the Steelers defense didn't go well. Yeah, that is surprising. <laughs> Although I tell you what, the AFC South could be one of the best divisions in the NFL next year. Uh, they just need the Colts need a quarterback, the Jags need a quarterback, and the Titans need a pass rush. And then after that, uh, it's going to be tough to win a game there. You talk about a team that wins the off season. That was the Titans. <laughs> yeah, I, they, I mean, they, oh, I say they lost. I think they lost. Clowny. They lost this off season because they lost Jack Conklin, which was huge. Um, they lost some key people on defense, and now they have no. They have no pass rush this year. Their defense really isn't all that great. Uh, the only person they lost was Logan Ryan, right? Didn't they lose Logan Ryan? No, they lost. They lost an interior lineman too, I believe, and I can't remember who it is now. Oh yeah, but but they but they they drafted a first round pick defense uh, interior defensive lineman the year before. So they, they yeah they lost uh, Jarrell Casey, but they gained uh, Simmons, uh, the first round pick the year Jeremy before. Simmons. So they they'd already dra- drafted his replacement. Okay, but how's that working out for them? Well, it's not. But with a killer, it was uh, the point when I was talking about winning was they got uh, Vic Beasley, they got Jadavian Clowney, and they got Ziggy Yansa, I think. Uh, no, they don't, then, have, they don't have Ziggy Yansa. They don't? I thought no. they did. Okay. So they had, they, had, they had Beasley, Clowney, and someone else, and then, yeah, they've done uh, – they've had zero pass rush. They don't have – they cut Vic Beasley. Uh, Jadavian yeah, Clowney is on him. IR. Christian Fulton, their rookie now quarterback, is on IR. Corner. Uh, yeah. Taylor Lewan, their starting left tackle, is on IR. Their right tackle from last year, Jack oh, Conklin, not is not I, there. I'm talking about offseason. Okay. I'm talking about offseason, though. Yeah. That, my point is, I mean, Clowney played a lot of the season, too. So did Vic Beasley. But my point is, they brought in the two highest-paid pass rushing uh, uh, pass rush specialists. Clowney's not a pass rush like, specialist. Oh He's a run game specialist. Uh, Super Bowl, Super Bowl is here, and then uh, and they got no pass rush. Yeah, I mean, I don't put that too much on them. They had a lot of bad injuries this year. Uh, they definitely lost out on their uh, their secondary. Uh, it's they'll be back and they'll be tough next year. I, I would it, absolutely no, I totally, sleep on them. I, they're going to live and die by D- Derrick Henry. I mean, yep. as long as Derrick Henry stays healthy, yeah, yeah, and that's young. pretty much it. Well, they need and they need that that offensive line is good too. Uh, let's move on to which was one of the better games uh, and one of the most penalized Packers at Colts Packers are getting a point and oh a half over under is 51 uh, we both had Packers and over neither of us was right and when we were talking I said I, I almost want to take the Colts on this one it felt like a bad matchup and the Colts ended up winning 34 to 31 I should have stuck with my conviction and done it I didn't Packers Keep would have over. needed three points Keep instead of giving up the one and a half and the total score was 65 so it was definitely over yep stupid stupid field goal in overtime uh <laughs> I, I knew it'd be close but I just did not believe that Rivers would be able to not throw an interception when it came when it came down to the, you know because he chokes yeah. he always chokes and that was my problem is you've got a guy who's constantly choking versus the one of the most clutch quarterbacks in the NFL. And I'm very shocked that when it came down to the you know, to the wire, the fourth quarter in overtime that, that Rivers outperformed Rodgers. That that's just amazing. I mean yeah, they had almost identical stats. Rodgers was twenty seven for thirty eight for three hundred and eleven yards, three touchdowns and one interception. Phillip Rivers, twenty four for thirty six, two hundred and eighty eight yards, three touchdowns, one interception. It uh yeah. It was it was very close. It was a duel. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. That's the, very shocking to me. I I'm impressed. You know, I my hats off to Philip Rivers. He did a great job. Yeah. It looks like he's starting to kind of calm down and uh, get used to the system. I'll tell you what else helps is Michael Pittman, uh, who's been nicked up this year, yeah, is back he and he is good. You also have Trey Burton, who is now healthy, and they've got Trey Burton and Mo Ali Cox, two gigantic tight ends. Um, they've. I don't know that this is a hot take but this is going to go down as probably the best wide receiver draft class ever yeah think? i think that's yeah i would say so chase claypool michael pittman t higgins um uh, justin jefferson i think van jefferson and la could end up being pretty good too and you're not even t- you haven't mentioned the big three cd land oh, gary right. and henry ruggs yeah and henry ruggs who could all who could all end up being great brandon Ayuk, jalen rager those guys could both be fantastic 
Yeah, it was this question all uh, Denzel Mims get the last few like, weeks in a row. He's going to be uh, good, and he's one of the. Yeah, he's going to be really good. He's just on an awful team. Yeah, he's going to be but good. But when he get, when he goes to free agency, <laughs> he goes to another team. He's going to be great. Well, he's be great in three years. He, he could. It's his first year. They're going to bring in Trevor Lawrence next year. Um, That's and, true. That's and true. they're going to. And they also have uh, a pick. So they have their first pick. They also have a pick from Seattle. Um, then they're going to have their second round pick, which is basically a first. They're yeah. going to be able to, and they've they've accumulated a few more draft picks from selling off their team. They're they going to be they able to put Darnold. some stuff together. Yep, that's another thing. They're going to trade Darnold trade and Darnold. get probably a first. I think there's going to be a bidding war for him. I think he ends up going to the Colts, to be honest, uh, or possibly the Bears. Boy, I tell you what, he would be he would be 49ers. dangerous to the Bears. Forty Niners would be a good one too. Although I feel like the Forty ers won't. I feel like you could put a lot of quarterbacks back with the 49ers and they'd be okay. Garoppolo is just not very good and he's injury prone. Yeah. I just think a guy who has the threat to run also uh, back there for the 49ers would just be a stud. Yeah. Yeah, you can pretty much put anyone in that system, as you've seen, which is what they've done, and they can run. Uh, I just want to say how bad I feel for Packers fans that their GM is so god-awful. <laughs> yeah. Well, when the owners are fans, <laughs> yeah, it's probably it's probably hard to hold people accountable like a GM. Yeah, who who does by the way make that decision? Uh, there's a there's a board of directors. Is there? Okay. Yeah, you can buy you can buy shares. Uh, I think you can buy shares of Packer ownership stock. Yeah, you okay. can buy you can buy Packer ownership, and I think there's a board of directors that kind of do other thing. But yeah, that's clearly working well. Uh, the next That's game wild. is Bengals at the Washington football team. Bengals getting a point and a half over under 47. I took Washington over. You took uh, Bengals over because I figured that Washington front four was just going to brutalize uh, oh, what's the, Joe Burrow. Uh, man, I feel so bad. Uh, I didn't realize how bad it was yeah. going to be. Uh it was awful. Yeah, the Washington football team ends up winning twenty to nine. So the Bengals would have needed eleven to cover, and the total score is twenty nine. So we did not get the over, but I think that's because Burrow went out fairly early in the game. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, tore his For left sure. ACL, his MCL, and they said there's a lot of structural damage. I mean, his knee is just, and if you saw the hit, it was nasty. Um, it was. They wouldn't reshow it. Good. Good. Uh, it was it was bad. He Joe Burrow was stacked thirty two times this season. Jeez. I it would I that think is... it's I like Zach Taylor, the coach of the Bengals, but I think it was irresponsible to put the face of your franchise out there when you can't protect them. I I know it's you think you're like well then I'm gonna throw out some some backup. Yeah, you have to because you can't you can't subject him to thirty two sacks, uh, or else this is what happens. And now. You hope he comes back and he's okay, but he'll never be the same. Like one of the main things that made him so great was that he was able to be mobile. Um, and even if he does, he gets some of that mobility back. He'll never be a hundred percent, and he'll be a little bit gun shy. I imagine too. Like you have to overcome that physically yeah, and mentally. Carr. David Carr. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. You could definitely see some gun shy tendencies next season. I, w- I would bet. Yeah. Uh, having this kind of an injury. That's yeah. No, it was horrific, and I totally agree. I wish wish they had not played him. Uh, the past few games, and that was man, it was it was ugly, horrible loss. I hate to see it. Yeah, it's all football. I, I, I mean, yeah. if he's even able to play at the beginning of next season, like he might miss a whole off season now. It's just so, it's just foolish. It's just foolish and just poorly done. It, I, you got to be yeah. embarrassed if you're any part of that Bengals organization. Uh, next game is Titans at Ravens. Titans are getting five and a half over. There's forty nine and a half. I took Ravens and over. You took Titans and over. Uh, I figured this would be a close one. I probably should have taken Titans just because they got the five and a half. You were smart to do so. You ended up getting that because the uh, Titans ended up winning thirty to twenty-four. The Titans would have, uh, or the Ravens would have needed six points instead of giving up five and a half, and the total score was fifty-four. Mm-hmm. So we we're both correct on the over. Um, the Ravens are just not. You know what? They're going to have a down year. Uh, they need more offensive weapons for Lamar Jackson, and they Marshall Yonda opted out at the end of the year. That's a Hall of Fame, probably one of the best guards mm-hmm. in the league. And then they lost uh, what's it, Ronnie Staley, uh, 
at the what is that three weeks ago, right after he signed the biggest contract for a left tackle. So you know that's oh a, yeah, yeah. So you know he. So your entire left side is gone. Uh, you also traded off Hayden Hurst, which was foolish in a system where Stupid. you need yeah. two tight ends for the blocking and then for those short passes. Um, they're gonna have yeah. to add some pieces. Uh, they'll pro- they'll be fine next year, I think. Uh, they just need to retool and put some more weapons around uh, Lamar Jackson. Or, or maybe use a receiver somewhere along the line. I mean, a wide receiver. Use, got use one. him as a receiver? He won't throw the ball. Yeah, he has one, supposedly, on the depth chart. But they refuse to throw the ball to him. Well, uh, So the person with the second most receptions in this game was Des Bryant with four receptions. And I feel like that kind of sums up everything about what's going on with this offense right now. Well, well, Marquise Brown has been calling out the uh, the team on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's going sour fast. Yeah. And uh, and and now you can tell he's related to Antonio. Uh, but uh, <laughs> by calling the team out on Twitter, I mean. Uh, but yeah, he's like, what what the hell is the point in having me if you're not going to use me? Like, uh, and, and they won't. Like, he's he's a gifted receiver. They just they just won't target him. Yeah. And you know, Lamar Lamar came out and said it's on me. I can't. I'm having trouble finding him or whatever, but still, man, Jesus. You gotta, you gotta have to scheme him open. I mean, with trouble finding him, like it's you've only got the one receiver, really. I know, I know. Make your one read. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jesus, he's too busy trying to look to see if he should run. Is really what I think it is. Yeah. Um, you know, instead of making his progressions, he's like, uh, "Is is Mark Andrews open? No, run. Yeah. <laughs> run. Which way do I run? Left, right? There's the hole. Go. Yeah. Instead of uh, just finding the next person to pass to, I think it's one of the best things they did with Deshaun Watson. Was the only one of the only good things O'Brien did was leave, not allow him to run as much. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, and 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 force him to get good to perfect the passing game, and then start allowing him to run again. He just didn't let him. But by the end, the problem was he didn't let him run enough. Um, but uh, but anyway, yeah, I uh, the Ravens are just they're spiraling, man. I think their season's over. Oh yeah, I definitely think their season's over. But I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't. My concern for this year is that it's they're pretty they're pretty done. They won't make the playoffs. But I I, I wouldn't worry about in the future. They just they listen. They oh, lost no. their entire left side fine. of their of their offensive line. They need a few more weapons on the offensive uh and and the uh, skill positions. And they'll be they'll be okay. I think uh, Lamar Jackson every year has tried to improve himself. Accuracy is a tough one. We'll see if he can do it, but he's he's at least willing to make that effort. So uh, I wouldn't be too worried. I will say though, it was fun watching how salty these two teams were against each other. Even the coaches Man. were getting salty. Yeah, they were. It was good because it was that playoff matchup or rematch. Oh, you know? that's, that was, yeah, that was great. Yeah, yeah I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the game. Uh, next game is Cowboys at Vikings. Cowboys coming off of a uh, bye week with uh, getting seven points and the over under 47 and a half. Uh, we both took Vikings and over, and we were incorrect. The Cowboys actually won 31 to 28, so they could have given up three and still won, and the total score was 59. So we were correct in the over. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm not going to take too much away from this. The Vikings have a bad defense. They have a good offense. You can kind of say the same thing about the Cowboys. Andy Dalton being back certainly helped. Um yeah, for sure. It's, I mean, dramatically. Yeah, it's two decent offenses versus two de- two bad defenses. I don't know what you do with yeah. the Cowboys, to be honest, going forward. It'll be interesting to see what they do in the offseason. Vikings, I, I, I feel fine about the Vikings. They they just had a lot of bad things happen this year. They had one of the really good pass rushers opt out and uh, for COVID. Oh, no, it was Daniel Hunter. He got put on IR at the beginning of the year. And then they still they traded off Everson Griffin because – they kind of saw that their, their defense was not going to – they weren't going to do anything this year. They were bad. I think they were 1-5. and five. And so yeah, I don't have a problem with it. They got some rookie corners in the draft who got a lot of snaps this year. Uh, Zimmer's a really good defensive-minded coach. I tell you what, I think that's another team that could be in the hunt for uh, – uh, For sure, dude. Dalvin Cook is an animal. Mm-hmm. And, I mean – maybe they get a quarterback but they're in the hunt they're in the hunt for, that's what i'm saying so i think they can be in the hunt for sam darnold oh for sam darnold I'm that's sorry. what i'm saying yeah play- no 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 i mean maybe but probably not this year i don't i think this was kind of the no 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 not for that year. but not i think sam darnold to the vikings is would be a good move he's it's in a dome um your other teams is he good deep ball passer though he's got an arm yeah he's got an arm he's mobile 
The problem is how shell shocked. I thought his problem was accuracy. He did have some accuracy issues in college, um, but that's why playing in a dome would help him a little bit more. Uh, Although you would have to play in Lambeau twice. You would have to play in Chicago twice. Uh, So that is something to take in mind. I don't know, but they... But Kirk Cousins certainly is not the guy, and I think they can move on from him after this year. Yeah, I think you're. I mean, especially for thirty million dollars a year, that yeah. he's got to go. <laughs> yeah, he's got to go, man. You can't pay thirty million dollars for that guy. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean, just a an accurate deep ball passer is what you need, which I know obviously is not the easiest thing in the world to find. Um, but but they're number one. They're my absolute number one uh, pick for Dak Prescott. The Vikings are? Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think he fits in way too perfectly there. I don't know. Um, I, uh, I, I feel like Dak Prescott is not too much different than Kirk Cousins, really. He's mobile, but he's not that accurate. Um, I don't think that's a, I don't think that's too much of a... Uh, you're not making too much of a swing the other way. I think you can, you can get a better quarterback than that, if, even if you tried in the draft. I don't know. I just think he doesn't choke as much as uh, Cousins seems to play like really good until it matters. Yeah. He seems to be like more like a Philip Rivers usually is. You see, and and whereas Dak seems to kind of shine in the bigger moments for the most part. Obviously, he has always, this year. But for the most he part, has this year. The rest of his career, he's he really bad when yeah. Zeke is out. When they can't get the run game going, uh, Dak has and issues. No, but I mean, if you do, you remember that Packers game? That was like legendary. That's. To, that goes down as one of the best games ever for me, like like a top twenty football game. Uh, that one with uh, oh God, him and Rogers. I can't remember the score, but it came down to the very last second of the game. But um, the package of Cowboys defense was just so bad. There's nothing they could do, and I think it ended up being one of those, you know, like thirty nine to thirty seven games where uh, where uh, they they both scored twice within the last five minutes. Like yeah, I don't was know. That I, this season? I've seen Dak. Uh, yeah, no, it was like two years ago. Okay, well, um, like okay, that's ago. nice. Two years ago, uh, but yeah, but I'm just saying it was it was while they had people healthy for sure. But the, their their defense was just so god awful. I feel, feel like if they could fix that, uh, but uh, but anyway, on the flip side, I think the Vikings. Their offense was really good. They had one of the best offenses offensive lines in the NFL. They had Zeke. They had oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, they that that's the thing is. But the Dak Vikings has had a lot of things just except, right for him. Yeah, but the, the, a lot of that is true for the Vikings now. Now, their line's not as good as, as the Cowboys were, but it's no. getting better. Yeah. They could spend some draft capital there, but their receivers are fantastic. Dalvin yeah. Cook is fantastic yeah. and young. In fact, I think I'd rather have Cook than Zeke right now. Oh, yeah, I think I, I would, know. too. Kind of a, yeah, yeah. I think but I would, too. Uh, and Justin Jefferson is freaking stud, he man. He is. Thielen, uh, Thielen. Oh, my gosh, that one-handed catch he made this weekend was – I didn't think yeah. he came down with it. It was unreal. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was an amazing team to watch. But yeah, I think they have a lot of hope in their future if they can get a decent quarterback. Speaking of Dalvin Cook, uh, we had a prop bet that he would have 140 all-purpose yards. Uh, he had 115 rushing, but then wanted to be a jerk about it when got 45 uh, receiving yards. <laughs> so uh, I had the under and he ended up going over. Uh, and then we missed one of the prop bets, the Texans uh, plus or minus uh, half an interception that the Texans would throw. And it was under, there were no interceptions. Yeah. There were no interceptions in the game. So we pushed. Yeah, there were no, they were, yeah, they were supposed to pick off Cam Newton. Oh, half, that's what it was. Okay. It was a half interception. Yeah. Either way, but, uh, it's but, a push yeah. uh, for this okay. week on the prop bets. Uh, next yeah. to one of the, this was probably my favorite game of the week, J- uh, Chiefs at Raiders. Raiders are getting eight points. Yeah. The over-under is 57. I took Raiders and over, man. I, I know you're not a believer in Derek Carr or the Raiders, but I think they might be, I think they're the most complete offense in the NFL. Uh, they need to bolster that defense a little bit, although that defense is really young and they're nasty and they look like a Raiders of old. Uh, uh, you took Chiefs and under. Mm-hmm. Uh, final score. I don't know why. You, why did you take the under on the Raiders and Chiefs? That shocked me. And I don't know what the hell I was thinking, man. Yeah. <laughs> so the final score was 35-31 Chiefs at a last-second touchdown, and uh, so the Raiders they only needed four points, but they got eight, so they covered. And then the total score was 66, which is well above the 57. 
So I got both of those. Uh, Raiders are fun to watch. They are. I hope they make the playoffs. And I tell you what, if they play the Chiefs in the first round, I don't know that the Chiefs come out of that. I think the Raiders are kind of built a little bit better for the playoffs because they've got the run game. Uh, but you can't sleep on Patrick Mahomes. But Raiders are they are fun to root for. That is a nasty team. And I tell you what, uh, Carr. He, he's a quality quarterback. His first, I think it was his first or second year in the league, he went to the Pro Bowl. But then the Raiders organization, as it does, gets got really bad. And so he looked bad. It took him a little bit of time to shake off that Raiders kind of rust. Uh, but now that he's done that, he's kind of bought into the program. It, he is, he is uh, solid. I mean, he does what they need to. If they need him to pass, he does it. If he, they don't need him to, he's just accurate. He doesn't turn the ball over. Yeah, he just, you know, I think I've never gotten over. He had, at one point, he had Amari Cooper, Sammy Watkins, and Martavis Bryant pre, pre-weed. <laughs> and just did nothing with them. No, and no, like, that was the was year like, oh. he, no, that was the year he did well. Well, first of all, no one really does that well with Sammy Watkins. The only place Sammy Watkins has done okay was for about three games with In the Chiefs city. two years ago, or last year. Uh, That's really the only place Sammy Watkins has ever done well. Uh, Martavis Bryant it, it was... And it wasn't pre-weed because they picked him up from the Steelers. The Steelers are the ones that drafted him, and then they got rid of him because he couldn't get over the ganja, and they had the same problems with the Raiders. And I believe that was also the year that he went to the Pro Bowl, that Derek Carr went to the Pro Bowl. No, because when they traded Amari Cooper to the Cowboys, everyone was laughing about how bad the Cowboys got fleeced for a first-round pick because... Amari Cooper was a huge, quote-unquote, bust. His first year, he was really good. No, his whole – well, his first year, he did okay. And then he was declared a a draft bust because he had multiple years as just a wildly, barely mediocre receiver and uh, with Derek Carr. And then he gets traded to the Cowboys, and uh, and everybody's laughing hysterically at the first-round pick. I remember being in Dallas. You know, I I used to listen to a lot of Dallas uh, local radio because I was stupid. And – and uh, oh my God, you should have heard them flipping out about finding a way to fire Jerry Jones for spending a first round pick on the dude. And it took two games, and they're like, "Oh my God, this is the best trade we've ever made." <laughs> like he went off for over a thousand yards that season, and and then he's been pretty solid ever since. But uh, this is the first year actually he didn't do that great, only because there's so many other options. You know, they leave their top corner on Amari, and then CeeDee Lamb and Gallup are just destroying people. But, uh, yeah, I guess that was it. I just I, – I think I was just like, man, like, if he's that so good at quarterback, why couldn't he do anything, you know, with Amari Cooper and yada, yada. Yeah, I mean, that was, a, that was a dysfunctional organization. And so, first of all, his rookie yeah. year, he threw for 3,200 yards, 21 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. The next three years, he went to Pro Bowls every single year, throwing for nearly 4,000 yards – the first two, and then 3,500 the the next. Uh, in that time, it, it, his second year in the league, he threw 32 touchdowns and 13 interceptions. The next year, he threw 28 touchdowns and six interceptions. Like, he played well for three straight years, and that organization was garbage. And so, for some reason, people were under the influence that he was not a good quarterback. But he did very well, and then the Raiders became such a joke, and they sold off everything. Now, when they did sell off everything... It made sense. They had to rebuild all over. They didn't want to pay a bunch of people. And it made sense now because Mayock has really turned that team. There's talent everywhere on that team. Uh, They need a little bit more interior pass rush. I'd like to get them another linebacker. I think they've got some good corners. They're just really young. And I think they're going to get better as they go on. I think they are too. All right. No, I love the team. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but you always, you've been such a Derek Carr hater, and I don't understand why you don't like I'm him. not a Derek Carr hater. Oh, I'm just not so thrilled much. with him. Like, I, 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 just, I, don't, eh, I don't think he – I don't ever see him – I have a mental block of some – if any ability for him to win a Super Bowl at all. I I, I just don't know what it is. Yeah, I, I don't know a, what it is. You got something against him. I mean, the guys – he his first four years in the league were very good, and then it, 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 the Raiders the, the, were just trash. Uh, the next game with the okay. Dolphins at the Broncos. The Broncos are getting three and a half. The over-under is 45. Yeah. We both took Dolphins and under, but we talked about that. Like, that three and a half line, something's up. Vegas knows something that none of us else, none of anyone else does. 
Uh, and then you watch the yeah. game and you see what it was. The Broncos just just enveloped the Dolphins' offensive line. They could not protect them. Tua was benched. Uh, they said for bad play. The man was sacked six times. Six times. I, six times threw for 80 total yards and got benched. Yeah, it, I mean, you're right. I mean, it, I don't feel like and, that was on what Tua. What was the first game? What was the first game? Was it Steelers that he played? Who was the first game he played against a good defense? Uh, the Rams. He played against the Rams. And he struggled, but he really they didn't really need him to do much because the Dolphins' defense helped him out so much. Yeah. Yeah, so, I, man, I don't know. I would – yeah, I, I just I just think that uh, he had a couple of games where he looked good. He had a couple of games where he looked bad. I just think we need to watch two a little bit more. Yeah. See how he's going to fit in the system before we rush to judgments on the guy. I think, I think there have been so many, like – fantastic like game-changing quarterbacks just in the last like four years that have come out and just been gangbusters from from week one i mean that, that's happened that, that's, this year that's look at herbert it happened this year look yeah, at burrow and, and and burrow and 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 the thing is like people are forgetting like it's still rare like it's happened a bunch in the last four years but that's still in the scheme of things you're not great your rookie year. Like that's I think that's, that's changed. Very I disagree with you. I think that's very different now because quarterbacks are they're trained. They have those seven on seven camps and the colleges kind of some of the colleges kind of teach them up a little bit better. They have to learn a little bit more. I disagree. I mean if you look at the last couple of years of drafts, there are quarterbacks that are able to come out and play year one every single draft, at least one. Yeah, the last four years, I would say. And then next year, it looks like it's going to be an unbelievable quarter, or this year, in 2021, that draft looks like it's going to be unbelievable. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, there's nothing better than to have more quarterbacks in the NFL because it makes the games more exciting. Yeah. Uh, So, no, I'm I'm thrilled. All right. But uh, as far as Miami, yeah, nothing nothing really bad. Yeah, nothing either. It wasn't a great game. The Broncos have a good defense. Uh, Miami, they have three. Uh, starting offensive linemen that are rookies, it's going to take them a bit. Uh, also, I think they need more receivers. Uh, Patrick Wilson is out. They do now. Not Patrick Wilson. Uh, <laughs> uh, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, uh, Parker. Devontae Parker is still in, Parker. but I think he's. I know the other one. Preston. Preston. Preston Williams. That's who it is. Uh, Parker. Devontae Parker is good, but if that's your only receiving guy, that's not great. Uh, they need to get a little bit more on that. But the good news is they've got a lot of draft picks from the Texans, so I think they'll be able to improve next year. Uh, and I still think two is fine. I don't think they're going to have to worry anything about that. Uh, the next game involved the quarterback taken after him, and that was the Jets at the Chargers. Jets were getting nine and a half over unders forty six and a half. I took Chargers and under. You took Chargers and over. This was my lock because why wouldn't it be? That's so stupid. But the Jets, the Jets <laughs> forgot they were coached by Adam Gase, and the Chargers remembered that they're being coached by Anthony Lynn. And so the final score, the Chargers did win, but it was thirty-four to twenty-eight. Uh, Jets only needed six points to cover, which they did, and the total score was sixty-two points. The Chargers, they, it's I hate it because I think Anthony Lynn's a good dude, but. They gotta move on. Uh, you can't. You can't have that against the Jets. Your offense is set. Your offense is fine. They're putting up thirty something points every single week. Now, granted, their defense has been beat up, but they gotta get someone else in because there's been too many. There's too many weird coaching mistakes, and I, they just. I know we've said that every week. They just gotta move on. So I don't know if it's the hard knocks effect or something. You know, some kind of curse. But I agree with you. I, watched Anthony Lynn and I'm like I'm rooting for this guy I want him to work I want it to work out Um, at first I see some typical Chargers things where they lose two really good players for the year right off the bat I'm like that's the Chargers Uh, and so I'm like I'm going to automatically cut him a little bit more slack and oh now the team doctor (laughs) punctures the freaking lung of their starting quarterback okay uh, we've got a raw guy and I'm going to give him you know uh, he's not going to be able to do enough with Herbert uh, so I'm going to give him slack there too uh, until next year. But but now you're this far into the game, you're like, all right, well, Herbert's not what's costing you a game. Like he's playing he's like that. Yeah, he's like, the only thing that's keeping yeah, you in Yeah, yeah, he's exactly. He's the only reason you're in the games. Like so, I and considering some of the talent level on that team, like there's no excuse for that. No. I mean, I mean, they're they're I mean, Austin Eckler that hurt them for sure. It hurt him, and it took him a little bit to figure out how to 
get the run game going because for whatever reason, Josh Kelly and uh, Justin Jackson were just not – they weren't filling the void that Eckler left. Caleb Eckler. But, yeah, but then they just they brought in Caleb Bellage in the last two games. He's had two really good games, and, and good for them for finding a guy to, to, to make it work. But, um, but yeah, I, I don't see how you stay with Lynn next year. I mean, COVID's your only excuse. I mean, I, and that's a pretty good one, to be honest. <laughs> you yeah, know, as far as but, excuses but go, every, no, I didn't everyone's get got COVID. Everyone's dealing with the COVID but, thing but, this year. But this is, this is a new team and a new quarterback and a new you know what i mean there, there's just a and a new coach i mean new team well it's not a new yeah, coach anyway so it's not a new coach yeah, no. antelian's been there i mean the panthers the panthers have a new coach how a long, new a new quarterback wait, how long has anthony been anthony no, that's, it, i thought this was lynn's first year no this is at least the second are you sure i'm almost positive i'll look into that but okay. it's at least his I don't, this is not his first year i know that but there are plenty oh, wow. of I, I, there are plenty of quarterback uh, of teams that have uh, that have new been fine. Yeah, he's been the head coach. He's been the head coach of the Chargers since 2017. Oh Jesus Christ! Well, let him go. Move on. Yeah. <laughs> because for some reason, yeah, no, I mean, no question. I don't know. For some reason, I really thought this was his first year. No, he's been there as for their a little head bit. coach. No, he's been there for a little bit. Um, yeah. yeah, you got you got you got to move on then for sure. Yeah. yeah, he's. I was gonna. I was gonna say, if if pre, you know you've never had a preseason with the team, <laughs> ever, like like it's hard to it's hard, right? Like hard to move on from a guy who never got to install his offense and or defense during an off season. But no, if this is the fourth year, fire the guy tomorrow because yeah, yeah, he's he's doing nothing good for this team right now. They're three and seven and they keep winning close games. Uh, while while their offense is putting well, I say their offense well. Keenan Allen and Justin Herbert are putting up 35 points every game. Uh, their defense is not. And, you, and you've got, and you've got uh, Bosa, and you've got Ingram, and you've got uh, a stud corner in Casey Hayward, and you're losing games like that's ridiculous. Yeah, no, it's not great. Uh, and then we had the Monday night game last night: the Rams at the Bucks. Rams getting four points. Over under is 48 and a half. Uh, we both. I took Bucks and under. You took Bucks and over. I was so close to taking the Rams. So close. I wish I would have. Uh, neither of us got it because the Rams actually won 27 to 24. And so the Bucks would have actually needed three points instead of the four they gave up. And the total score is 51, just barely over that. So, um, I don't like Tom Brady with Bruce Arians. It doesn't work. Those two, they have very different ideas of how an offense should go. Uh, Tom is a death by a thousand cuts, dink and dunk, get you all the way there. And Arians is a no risky, no bisky guy. And everywhere he goes, with whether it's been with uh, Peyton or with James, like everywhere he goes, that quarterback has more interceptions with him than they do any other time in their career. And that's true. With the and, defense, but with I will the Bucks, say, you don't need that. No, you're right. You 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 don't. But uh, but I mean, you should have known that when you brought him in. Like uh, like I mean, I give I, I fault the GM and the coach for. For bringing Brady, Brady in at all, if they're then going to try to well, no, if you can get Tom game. Brady, you go get Tom Brady. Not if you're going to change his game. I mean, yeah. if, if if you're gonna if you're gonna try to make him Tom Brady, should change your game. <laughs> if if you're the, if you're the coach, you, you Taylor, your you know everything you do around what Tom Brady has proven with what six rings yeah. that he's great at. You don't say, hey, hey, you you go by my rules now. Like, no, that's ridiculous. Um, but but I will say there's two well two of the touchdowns that I watched one to Evans one to Good uh, Godwin were um, were kind of risky throws <laughs> field that they caught on like the three yard line and then bulldozed their way into uh, into the end zone with that uh, that I remember thinking oh that's uh, that's an, I don't know I just thought it was a, a risky throw and uh, ended up working out really well for him getting a couple touchdowns there but but I do agree with you I think that it's uh, it was uh, it was shocking um, that they've been so inconsistent and that they've been you know that he's been so pick prone lately. But you're right. I mean, it probably does have more to do with the system than the quarterback, um, just due to the, the overwhelming evidence uh, of everything. Um, but like Jameis Winston was their last quarterback, right? And then Fitz, no, not Fitzpatrick. 
It was before, uh, yeah, Fitzpatrick before Winston, right? Uh, I don't know if it was Fitzpatrick. Jameis has been there for five years before this. Yeah, yeah, and I'm positive. Fitzy was the backup at least. Okay, but that was five years ago. Uh, that's, because, yeah, that's kind of a different, almost different era. Yeah, but, I mean, during during this whole last couple of years, too, until until. Oh, was the backup. Ago, yeah, you're awesome. right. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah, they kept putting Fitzpatrick in, yeah. too. Correct, yeah. Yeah, because every time, because every every year, once it would go down for like three games, and every year those three games, for whatever reason, Cameron Brait would have 150 yards and three touchdowns <laughs> like every game when Fitzpatrick was in, and then Fitzpatrick would would go back on the bench, Winston would come out, and suddenly Brait would disappear again, and you're like, what is happening? <laughs> oh, more <laughs> quarterbacks focus on nah, because quarterbacks, some quarterbacks use their tight ends more than others. That's nothing. Too big. And James well, but, has but, that big arm, so that makes sense that he would kind of try and air it out a lot more. Well, but he would use he would use OJ Howard all day long, whereas Fitzpatrick wouldn't throw to OJ Howard. It was like they each had their own tight end. Mm-hmm. So it was like like I don't and I don't know why that is or what that. But I mean, I, they're just more comfortable with whichever guy. I guess I, whatever. But yeah. uh, I don't know. I just always thought it was funny. But you're right. Uh, pick prone, and I, I I find it hard. I, I, I wouldn't bet on another Bucks game the rest of the year. Like I just don't no, know I, what to think of the Bucks. Yeah, I don't I don't like they've got all that talent, but I feel like quarterback and head coach are at at odds, and I don't like it. I tell you mm-hmm. what else, uh, the Rams are starting to get respect. I mean, I mean, well, first of all, they're seven and three, and they as they should. Yeah, yeah. and I think they're going to end up winning that division too. Uh, that that there's no way the Seahawks can. I don't think they can go up against the Rams. The Rams at least have a defense. Uh, they can try and put some stops. Yeah. I mean, they can make it can make you com- uncomfortable with Aaron Donald coming up the middle, and they've got a good secondary. It's not just Jalen Ramsey. Uh, they drafted Troy Pride, who's done. I, he's really stepped up his game. Oh, well, stepped it up. He's been, he's a rookie, but uh, he's done well this year. Oh no, he's not. I'm sorry, not a rookie, but. He's done well this year. Jordan Troy Fuller's, Pride? Jo- yeah, not Troy Pride. Or Troy Hill. Troy Hill. Troy Pride Troy is Hill, a rookie. Yeah. Troy Hill is he's not. He's the Panther. Yeah, he's, yeah he's the Panther. sorry. <laughs> uh, I got confused on that one. But he's actually done very well this year. And Jordan Fuller, uh, as the, the safety, is, has been able to do well. They just match up well. I They need a little bit of help on linebackers. They need one more pass rusher at least. But... With what they're doing, they're working. The only thing that worries me about that is that they've lost uh, one of the best left tackles in the game with Andrew Whitworth out for the year. And so yeah. Joseph Noteboom is their uh, is their left tackle yeah, that's now. Scary. Yeah. Wasn't he wasn't he a guard when he was drafted? I thought so too. Uh, I thought he was a guard too. He was drafted in the third round in twenty eighteen. But uh Okay. Uh, all right, we'll see how that works out. That wraps yeah. up everything for this week. Uh, you and I will make our picks, I guess, tomorrow, since we've got three games on Thursday, and then we'll record on Friday to go over the rest of them. Sounds good. All right, see you then.